Hello and welcome to the Franchise Marketing Show. The video or the podcast you're about to watch or listen to was recorded at the British and International Franchise Exhibition at Olympia. It was a very busy event, so there was a little bit of background noise, so it wasn't filmed in a recording studio or anything like that, but it is a really interesting conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome back to the Franchise Marketing Show. We are at the, well, what show are we at? The British and International Franchise Exhibition 2024. The first one in February, yeah. And you're back on the Franchise Marketing Show. It's your second time here. Yeah. Just love coming over and talking to us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I just no, thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah sweet amazing. chair. It is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. How are you? You all right? I'm very well, you know. I'm, I'm pretty good today. It's not always the case with me, so yeah, I'm pretty good. Are you going running tomorrow morning? Yes, 100%. Where are you staying and where are you going running? Because I have a route in mind. So I, I've been staying at the Hilton and then running up to the park, High Park. Oh, and, okay. and then there's a couple of little bits and I've just like gone up, done a loop and come back. It's about, did five k, did 3.5k this morning, 3.5k last night and then 5k in the morning. Okay. If you go at six in the morning, there's zero traffic. And just run That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you can just run. I mean, if you're there, I'll catch you. I've, my route was going to be run down to Stamford Bridge, go up to Craven Cottage, oh. and then either come back or go up to Loftus Park where QPR play and then back to the hotel. Oh, I don't know them that well. I just ran yeah. to High Park and back again. Yeah, that's quite good. Yeah, just literally one. That road is like, it's really quiet at that time of the morning. It's dead natural. Yeah, cool. Um, I was going to ask you about your speech. So you're talking today later as well. Yeah. How are you feeling about that now? Because I remember I spoke to you before and you told me the story about how you were sick in your hands because you were so nervous. How, yeah. are you, how are you feeling about that now? I'll be honest with you, I actually feel completely fine. Um, Piers Lilly's on at the same time as me, so I'm, I'm really gutted for him because his stand's going to be empty because they're all going to be on mine. <laughs> um, so that's a shame for him. But yeah, um, I, I, look, I, I feel like you'd be... I think it'd be flippant to say you're not scared or nervous about it. I think everyone gets a yeah, little bit yeah. nervy about anything public. You know, it's being recorded or any sort of question could be there, friends and family and, and anything. So, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous, a little bit excited. Um, and I hope what I've got to say gives value to someone. And that, I think that's the main thing for it, yeah. So yeah I, th- I think, like, if you don't get nervous it's like being nervous is like a sign that you care about it yeah like I really care about it like I don't take it light heartedly and I'm, I'm not at a stage where I've become a robot either you know I think I see some people and talking about they literally don't care about what they're saying anymore because they've just done it so yeah. and then some people you listen to you just can't help but like want to listen it's almost yeah, like yeah. A, a bag of crisps it's like really Moorish you want to carry on going don't you um, so I, I, I'm trying to get to that stage it's not polished but not like it's such an unusual journey. I don't know. Have you done any public speaking? Yeah, a few bits. Like I, I when, I, when I first started like networking like ten years ago. Yeah. And Adam will attest to this as well. Like I would stand up and like, there was a few times where I stood up and completely forgot what I was going to say and yeah. be so embarrassed, yeah. and then I'd sit back down again. But then the more you do it, the more you get used to it. Yeah, yeah. And then I sort of started um, like do forty seconds or minute or whatever, and then I started doing the presentations in it, and then I was like going to events and talking. So it just starts from that. Yeah, I think it's like podcasts, isn't it? And videoing yourself. Yeah. It's the same thing, mate. I mean, you, I've seen you do so much footage on this. It's just doing it. I, I, I just don't think there'd be such a small percentage of people who are amazing at it straight away. Mm. I just think you've just got to work your way through it. The best bit of advice I got is when I first, like, I, there's a friend of mine who's like, uh, he's a street performer and he's doing acting now as well. And he said, it's not you that's on camera. It's like the phone version of you or it's like a bigger version of you that's yeah. doing it. So, like, 
I've just sort of become that person when I'm on camera or when I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. And the more you do it, the easier it is. Like now, it's just like, all right, that's it. Like I, I sort of came on here and sort of ran over. Yeah. So I was like bigging my like building myself up for it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm slightly different to the person who I am off camera. Yeah, so I less energy off camera. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's you just got to find your way, haven't you, mate? I, that, one of the key things that I learned, what Carl taught me, was like to write them on your hand, the thing. So I don't do that anymore because I'm so used to. And I've got a little bit of a presentation now, so I didn't have a presentation at first, but I found having four slides really helped me. But they literally say one or two words on each slide, so I don't. I can go off piece and say the wrong thing. I can mess around with it yeah. in my own. And I think also reading the audience is quite good, like understanding what the audience. And the other one for me is, um, I'll go on the stand about ten minutes before, microphone up, and then when people sit down, say, "Why are you here?" So that when I'm doing a presentation, I've got at least I try and get at least three people, so that I think to myself, I am going to at least give that individual some value. Yeah. And I think that really helps me. Does your presentation change from show to show? 100% every single time. Every time? Every time, literally. What kind of stuff do you talk about then? So this time I'm talking about, like, um, I, I, I actually start off the presentation talking about Tesla a little bit, and then I say, let me tell you a story. And I just tell them about a the story of one of our franchisees, but don't tell them it's our franchisee until the last minute. Yeah, and right. it, it's, the delivery is about if you're buying a franchise, Think about, obviously the money is always an aspect, have I got the money to buy this franchise? So if I've got half a million pounds, can I buy this? If I've got 10 grand, can I buy this? That's an obvious factor. But once you've found that bracket you're in, it's, do I like the people I'm going to work for? Does the brand make me feel like I want to work for? Because some brands, like they look great, but I'm like, I would have worked for them. Like some brands, I'm just like, yeah, it just doesn't suit me. And I think that's an important part that not everyone gets is that you're not going to be passionate about something unless you love the brand. If you don't love it, like how, how are you ever going to be good at something like if you don't love what they do? You know, yeah. it's, it's a, you get what I mean? Like some people come over to the stand and the first thing they say to me is, how much does it cost and what do you do? And I'm like, how have you come to that? How have you got here to that analogy with doing zero research and you've got the internet on your phone? Like at least spend 10 minutes outside, have a look at who's here and have a little bit. All right, if you're going to walk up and do zero research, Read the stand at least, pick up a brochure, yeah. and just tell me a bit about your business and who's involved before you go straight in for the kill. And that's what my talk's about, really. Yeah. We're just trying to give people advice about what they do, and then at the same time, teeing that little bit about if you're a franchise, someone thinking about franchise business, make sure you understand what your brand stands for before you start selling franchises. I think that this, the people that are serious about buying franchises, the amount of content you put out, yeah. They must come to here and know already who you are. They've got to. Like, I, I, like, that's what you want, isn't yeah. it? Like, like, I just think, I almost don't want to speak to them if they haven't. Mm. You get what I mean? Like, I'm almost like, if you've not put that work in, at least been on the website of the show and seen who's out there and flick for a few YouTube videos, like, I, I that type of person who's got that, that work to, to, to run a successful yeah. business. I just don't know if you Ideally for you, you'd want people that are coming here just to see you. Yeah, ideally, like, yeah. or me or another brand, yeah, you yeah. know, like, pick, got down yeah, to... Yeah, a few, yeah. Yeah, like, all right, I'm, I'm thinking about being in care, I'm going to speak to a domiciliary agency, and I'm going to speak to Tesla. Yeah. Or I'm thinking about going into recruitment, I'm going to speak to driver hire, and I'm going to speak to Tesla. Like, like you'd want them to get to a certain point. I don't want them to walk up to me with a, a coffee yeah. franchise <laughs> and an anytime franchise brochure and go, tell me about your franchise, I've no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, well, how do we get you from here to here? 
and I'm going to spend 20 minutes explaining that to you. Like, that, that's so difficult. It's so hard. It's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. I feel like the legwork you've put into this beforehand. Yeah. Like no E-shot campaigns, yeah, website, yeah. social media campaigns. Uh, there's a campaign going out today for tomorrow. Like, there's a lot of work. Thousands of pounds are going to get man hours. Like, surely you don't just decide to get up one day and come to a franchise with zero expectations. Mm. Like, I feel like I just wouldn't do it. Like, yeah. If you go and buy the pair of trainers, you go and look what they are, don't you? Yeah. You know what colour wear they do, you know how much they are. You kind of look where the cheapest ones online. If you want to at least see them first, you go and pick them up in a shop and then you might go online and buy yeah. them. Like, like, if you're going to spend your life savings and put your life yeah, on... Yeah, it's like a massive investment. Like, changing life. All your time, time is going to go into this for, like, ever. the next, yeah. yeah. At least five years. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're going to take your family on a journey with you. Like, surely people have. Yeah. Like, what's the first thing you do when you ever look at anything? Straight online, social yeah. media, Google, YouTube. And by, like, the amount of content you're putting out as well. Like, and the stuff you mentioned there that I didn't even know you were doing. Like, the e-shots and stuff yeah. like that and all these campaigns you're running. So, so just for this show, we've run two, e two posts on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, for eight weeks prior to this show. Me and Gemma are personally committed to doing one post a week about it. You might not necessarily realise it's about that, but we've committed to one post yeah. a week about it. Our own database we've mail shot once a week, and then the, the course the people who organise it, VMG, uh, through Franchise Info, we've got one e-shot going out with them prior to the show, and one in-show going out today, saying, did you miss us, we're here tomorrow. Um, yeah. And that's just, just for that. Like, and, and then afterwards, we've got the same, did you see us, we've taken photos all day, did you not come to the show? Did you want to come and do the same thing? And then all the people that we speak to today automatically go into our CRM system. They'll get an email from Gemma tonight. And if she's had a conversation with them about territory, she'll send them a link to the territory map tonight. If they're really hot, she might even have a phone call with them, like, how was your day and all that, let them deload. Yeah, and then tomorrow we'll do exactly the same thing. And then first thing Monday, she'll ring them all and then email them all and they go into active campaign which is the one that, yeah, that yeah. automatically sends in the emails like you've got to put the work in you can't just rock up and expect to get sell a you know award or get down the franchise yeah. the same with if you can't come and just buy a franchise or looking to get a franchise out some research so like um, now i know why it's worthwhile for you to come here because all this work you're putting in before and going in afterwards yeah we've got a franchisee on the stand as well and mm. a member of staff i've got um you know people like there's loads of work goes on before Loads of week goes afterwards. Like, I bet it costs you seven thousand pounds to come and set a stand up with my team and stuff. Like, I'm not just going to go and spend that money willing in it. It's going to be some thought process between marketing it before and afterwards, and then think about all the social media content that we get off it. Videos. I must have got. I spent. I got here at eight o'clock this morning and went on one of the theatres and got myself seven reels. I've just talked about being an entrepreneur, being a franchisee, being a franchisor, running a healthcare business. And so I've got myself content from the day from being here. Like, invest your time. Like yeah, I was going to ask you, like, you seem to get content out of nothing, really. Like, you, I see stuff where you like you've gone on a run, yeah, yeah and you yeah. make content, you make content out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, is it? How do you do? You just one day just start doing that, or is it? So I, I, I personally believe, and it's. Some people may or may not agree with me. See, the thing is, is we, I was in that, you're the same age bracket as me, is where social media came out when we were kind of leaving school, going to college. 
Um, I think there's people in the franchise industry who are older than us who have zero interest in franchising, but they've kind of made it and they just hire a team to do that, and that's great. But we're in that bracket of like, you need a presence online. Like, people want to see the owners of the business. They want to see why they're doing it. They want to know their why. They want to know, and, I, and then I think, for me, um, I can't be a leader in my business and have 21 franchisees and they all have teams of people. I've got a team of 16 and not to be seen to be looking after myself, um, doing some self-care, doing personal journey, putting myself in front of the camera, doing all them things. And, and, and I think it's like diarising how you look after yourself. And, and that then takes what they call a personal brand. A personal brand in my eyes is just recording what you do. Yeah. Just diarising how you get through your time. And that means the good and the bad. So you said you, you, you did some reels in the theatre when you got, when did you know you were going to do that? So we, we when, so I, well, I booked it, when I booked the franchise, I said, Kay, Kay you're going to come to the expo and we'll make sure first thing in the morning so I've not got like a shiny forehead, my t-shirt's not creased. <laughs> and then obviously throughout the day your energy levels go as well. Yeah. So it's like, we'll come in the morning when there's not a lot of people here, the place is still buzzing a little bit, the atmosphere's starting to build because people are on the stands and I can get a really nice shot on the theatre and I know that. And then we did some research uh, on YouTube, we paid for some research to be done on YouTube of the most searched questions in our industry. So I've got the top 50 most searches on YouTube so I've picked five questions that I think you can answer quite well. Yeah. Um, so we knew that when we came in this morning, we'd set up, make sure the stand was right, and we just picked up into one of the theatres and got them five questions. I also got Gemma to answer some as well, um, so that we've got content for reels, basically, and TikToks throughout the year. How has Gemma like changed how you do stuff? She helps you do more of that stuff? Because I know she puts out all this content as well. Yeah, we, we kind of just... I, I just said to her, part of your role is going to be showing up on social media. Um, I get some of the, like quite a few of us that all do it as well. I just said the importance of there's two there's two things for it. it says if they ever want to move on and leave Teslon, that's their CV. You know, creating a personal brand for yourself. If you're in a career working for someone, having a personal brand on social media, especially LinkedIn, is like having a CV that's active and live. Like because if you're looking at it from an employee perspective, if I've got someone that wants to join me and they've got an amazing personal brand online. I know that them working for me or working for Teslom will then help shine Teslom. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, Kay who works for me, she's got quite a lot of followers on, on social media platforms. Me and her have had the unapologetic conversation that I benefit from her social media. Like, yeah. That's it. So my team, um, all growing their social media will help them in their careers if they stay with Tesla or not. I hope they do, obviously, but the reality is a world that people don't stay with businesses for the whole of their working career, and it's only going to benefit them is that if they have an amazing um, social media presence and personal brand, if they go for another job and that person clicks on a LinkedIn profile, sees post, 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 and sees how they know that person and they come across well, it's a no-brainer for that employer, isn't it? Was that something Gemma had done before as well then? No, no, she, no, she never pushed. It seems so natural as well. Yeah, though. yeah, she's good on camera, yeah. isn't she? Um, but I, yeah, no, I just said to her, look, I, you need to go with my, trust me on this, creating a personal brand online and showing our story will help us sell franchises. Because again, when we get a lead that's good, we ask them if they're on LinkedIn and we add them on Instagram and LinkedIn straight away. So you, again, if you go back to marketing, if you, if I, like, Pretty much every single franchisor here has me on LinkedIn. 
they might not necessarily know me as a person, but they know who I am. So if I do that with a potential franchisee, I'm at them on LinkedIn, and I'm constantly just drip feeding them emails by posting runs, posting Franchise Expo, posting about grief and depression, everything. They get to know me on a personal post about my kids, and it's, it's that bit of work. Now, they don't know me like what I'm having for tea every night, and they don't know about the mortgage rates going up, and they don't know about my flat tyre, but they know roughly who I am, what my values stand yeah. for, how I operate, and that's what it is. It's that, con- that p- thing where people are like, oh, social media, I don't, want to put I don't want everyone to know what I'm doing. Well, they don't. They don't. They don't know how much money you got in the bank. Yeah, they don't know about you know, your overdraft being extended. They don't know about like, they don't know about your grand dying, but they, they know what you kind of stand for, and that's that thing where people have this problem with breaking through that. How do you choose what to share and what not to share then? I, I do it based on how I feel that thing is making me feel. So yeah. if like um, like yesterday, did you see the post about my brother? Like if my tent, yeah. So I posted about that. I got quite. I a did lot. see, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like I was like getting up in the morning. I was feeling a little bit low. I got a little bit tearful. I was like quite low a little bit about it. Started came to my mind because I was counting how many I'd done. I was like, I wish. I mean, I thought to myself, other people will have these emotions. Other people will go through these things of like missing someone, going through life events, and there's actually a negative around it because for me, like coming to this I just think well Tom's not here my brother, my dad's not here but there'll be other people have lost family members and all that and doing stuff in life and going through it and I, I think sometimes you've heard me use that raft analogy before where we're so like if me if you were on a boat yeah. in the middle of the night in the Atlantic Ocean and it's freezing cold and there's rain coming down you smash into a rock and you come out the boat and you're on this boat floating around on a plank would it be pretty bad wouldn't it but if you did it with me yeah. It just wouldn't be as bad. That'd be slightly better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think sharing your journey of how things are good and bad, that other people sort of share that, and I feel like that's how I make that decision. Is yeah. I make the decision based on, do I think this would give value to someone? Do I think it would help someone else? Yes, I do. Then I'm going to post it. It's, it. it's difficult to put yourself in that routine. That's the bit I think people struggle with, is being quite hard with themselves about how they post social media i think it's about saying to yourself i'm going to post today but then not being unauthentic yeah that's the bit isn't it because what you don't want to do is turn your social media into an advert campaign yeah because if you think like come by franchise we were at the expo like <laughs> yeah i know you're at the expo but then put something behind it yeah like, think about the emotion behind that and that that's it because you sweep through Instagram at the minute, it's like an advert. Like, yeah. it's literally like an advert for PTs, isn't it? Like, you sweep through, there's always some PT doing a workout or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It becomes an advertising campaign, and it's boring and the same and monotonous. But if you put some thought behind what emotions around that, I think it captures the... But the one, one that I saw from you that sprung out and I remembered was you were in Milton Keynes, and it was like an underpass. Yeah. And you were like, I hope I don't get mugged or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. And I, I was like, genuinely like... In my head, I was like a little bit worried for you. Yeah, yeah. But like, oh, he must be fine because he's posted it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's took like, my phone. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, again, it's like you, you, I know you you go for runs, and it's important for you to yeah. set your day up. So, like, you go. I, I don't know Milton Keynes. I'm mm. just going to go for a run, and like you do go, like you're running down a dark path, thinking like anything could happen. Why do I put myself through all this? Like I shouldn't. You know, I'll just stay yeah. in my hotel. It's little things like that, isn't it? You know. 
why, why do I put myself through these things to operate in a way that I need to operate? It's, it is crazy, really, sometimes. It's like having rules around going on holiday. Like I make my life so difficult sometimes so that I can operate well. But it's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. I don't really know if there's an answer to it. Um, I think I've got some quick fire questions for you as well, if you want to do those. Yeah, whatever you want. Before we run out of time. Um, if you were going to become a franchisee of any other brand, who would it be and why? Wow, that's a, I, I like Revive. Okay. I really like what Revive stands for. I like the brand, I like the people involved. I, my, my best mates just bought a Revive franchise. I like the story, the journey went on. I think they've got it nailed. I think they like. I like managing people in teams as well, so I've, yeah, I like cars as well. So if I, I'll be honest with you, my little lad, if Revive, I hope they are still going, I, I would probably buy him one for his 18th birthday. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think like I, I do like I like what they stand for. I think they, they've got a, a good ethics. There's a few people that work in franchising that say they would buy a franchise for their kids yeah, for their birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I think I think. I don't think my kids are going to go to university. I'd be surprised if they did, but if they did, that's great. Um, but it, I think that if I can put them into a business and support them, they did five years in the business, they'll learn a lot mm. about themselves, never mind just business. So I always think that. I think that'll be good. Is that something you, like, you think that they would want to do? Um, they're a little bit too young yet to kind yeah. of get there, but um, I would definitely have them questions when they're in the teens and just see yeah. what they... What, I think I'll know their character traits by then, and then I'll go from there. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like my son's well into cars, and like I'm, I've sort of have got into cars a little bit because of him. Yeah, yeah. So like we were around a car museum the other day. Yeah. But it's like with football, I'm not into football, but my little lad Logan loves yeah. football, so I'm like, do I need to think about getting a season ticket somewhere and getting to know it myself a little bit? Yeah, nice. Where would you get a season ticket? I think yeah. it'd be like Liverpool, won't it? Because oh, we're yeah. over that way, yeah, so yeah. Liverpool, Everton. But like, it just depends what he gets into. But he's absolutely loves football. Right, so How old is he? Uh, five. Oh, so Jackson's at eight, and he's massively into Lego, but I'm massively into Lego. I love all that sort of creative side. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that journey goes with them. So. Yeah, interesting, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I just got into football because of my dad. Yeah. So I was like, well, in, I was talking to Ben about it. Yeah. And I've been into football since I was like six. Probably younger, but I went to football since I was six. And I'm like, it's so ingrained in me now that my mood is affected by it and yeah. I, I don't like that yeah yeah so I'm trying to sort of step away from that a little oh, bit a lot of my mates are the same but I just uh, my mum and dad went into football so I mm. never got into it yeah, yeah, yeah that's second quick fire question um, who in the sector do you admire or are inspired by and why who am I inspired there's quite a few people that inspire me um, I like Amrit from Orphanage she inspires yeah, yeah. me quite a lot um, right. similar sort of age bracket similar sort of demographics and we've got like I, I, he, we, we get quite close we talk about Adam from Coconut, um, you know, I, I, I get on well. With I think he said you when I asked him that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, like we get on well. There's quite a few to be honest with you. Um, trying to think of it, I say Dan from the Visiting Angels been really good help from good, good inspiring some conversation. Alan from the Franchise Centre. There's been a few. Yeah. I, I, I could probably wrap it on for about an hour of different different yeah, relationships yeah. I've created. But cool. Last one. Uh, what do you enjoy most about being part of the franchise community? It is the community aspect of it. Like, mm. yeah, we're all in our little gang, aren't we? I, yeah. think, I think that's what it is, isn't it? I think it's um, it's like this un, un, it's like this little secret in the UK that no one knows about just yet, and it's starting to build a little bit of momentum, isn't it? You know, like I think it just needs to. Like I think it's the same old thing. I just wish there was some more 
people are really big on. There's a couple of brands that are really big on social media, like Fireware Pizzas. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there just needs to be a few more of them brands that just push us out there. And a few more. There's one, um, a vegan burger place. Uh, oh. I don't know if you've heard of it. Like, there's a Chelsea, you know, made in Chelsea. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, we just need a few more of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, a few yeah. more people just make it cool. If you make it cool, people want to get involved. It's just some of the brands are a little bit hard and people still think it's just McDonald's yeah. on its own. I have noticed it's changed. Like I've been working with Coconut since 2015, so nearly 10 years now. Yeah. And like when I started, it was like very slow-paced industry and slow to change. Yeah. But it's changing now. Yeah. I can feel like different things happening. I think also people realising like TikTok. Like mm. you've got, like, if you're not on TikTok in a brand, you're mad. Like you can really grow your brand really quickly. You can be a little tiny hairdressers and have a million followers yeah. and like get bookings from all over the world from it. Like my missus is a hairdresser and she gets people from Ireland and all sorts of places all over the gaff booking in for hair extensions. Like, like do it, get used to it, find it out and learn from it. You know, like it's not just, again, it's using something intentionally. Yeah. Like it's like if you use your social media intentionally and follow the right things, you'll get out of it what you want. If you follow all your mates from school that you don't speak to anymore and like the pictures of the dogs, guess what you're going to get out of it? Pictures of your mates' dogs. Like it's just what you use yeah, it for, yeah. isn't it? Like use it intentionally. What what whatever you want to use it for, use it for. I'm I've really took a turn in the last three months. I have been brutal about who I'm following. Um, I've took loads of people off who just give me no value or don't see or don't get anything out of it. Just Yeah, nice. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Yeah, appreciate it.